Hey, let's go answer the bell, huh? If we just know what we're doing, work at it, and concentrate and do it. Let's go, fellas! What is up? Welcome into another episode of the Patriots Podcast. Sean here with Ryan and JJ. Hello. What's up? Gentlemen, gentlemen, we are we're coming to you uh, a couple days after Super Bowl 56. I think that's right. Um, Rams take take out the Bengals. Rams in another home game, two years in a row. The home team uh, not only makes the Super Wild. Bowl, but wins it. And uh, L.A. did L.A. things for this game. I mean, first of all, I was... I'm one of those schleps that was watching the pregame show for like four hours ahead of time. Oh, yeah. I had it on all that. <laughs> it's so dumb. But, uh, gosh, the NBC crew is out there. They got like a million people. Never mind that they're also covering the Olympics, and they got a bunch of people over there, too. Uh, took forever. And then at, at the beginning of the game, I mean, it's like song after song after presentation. I know we were texting about this. The Rock goes out there in his maroon onesie and starts oh, yeah. pumping up the crowd. <laughs> Finally, finally. I love that he tucked in the shirt. He looked massive. I don't know who picked out that wardrobe, but he looked enormous. Pretty funny, though. It was a pretty funny little wardrobe for him. Uh, Looked like he came right out of, like, 1965 or something. Uh, But, yeah, it just took a long damn time to get to the friggin' game, huh? Yeah, it's always like that. I know you guys watch that pregame. I can't do the pregame. I I do, like, a half hour before, before the game I put it on. I can't watch hours and hours they talk about the same shit um it's just a bunch of opinions but yeah that between was america the beautiful and then the star spangled banner and then the greatest man in the nfl (laughs) the coin toss and the the last thing i needed was to see the rock on the field with this ridiculous what head spinning onslaught of offense and (laughs) give me a break i don't need another intro right now i was just annoyed and the worst part about that for me was the uh, the players on the field. Like, you know, if you're going to do that, do it so the players don't have to sit there on the field. They're ready to play. Yeah. Like, give me a break with that. It was just too much. Let them do their thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wasn't glued into the pregame show. I was cooking most of the time. Great menu. Yeah, we'll talk I have about it on that the later. background, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then the game kicks off. The Rams, the away team, technically, even though they're in their home stadium, <clears throat> they receive. Uh, coin toss goes to Cincinnati. So there's an eight-year streak. Spoiler alert, the Rams won. Uh, eight-year streak of the team that wins the opening coin toss losing the game. Uh, so Cincinnati wow. wins the toss. Rams receive. Uh, it's kind of back and forth, back and forth at the beginning. No real scores. And then the Rams punch through. They get an Odell Beckham touchdown. He was he looked great right off the bat. Uh, not too much else happening. And then we get... The, the Bengals on the board with the field goal, and then they trade touchdowns back and forth. And you're like, yep. oh, this is opening up now at this point. The Rams yep. are driving all the way down the field, and we get exactly what we talked about uh, our last episode. Matthew Stafford throws throws an interception. He actually threw two today, but it's like, yeah, it oh, this is exactly one, what too. we expected to see. Uh, the bomb. The bomb down down the field to the left, uh, was it the end zone? Yeah, exactly. Jesse uh, Bates. I was, I was look- just he just tossed it up like what was that? It was a it was a joke. I was looking at like two prop bets going into this game. Well, it was really one category, which was an interception for the Bengals because it was like I know we're getting one. Yeah, uh, already saying we, but um, and then I was going <laughs> between Awuzie and Jesse Bates. Turns out they both got him. <laughs> Could have cashed in yeah. on those. Wow, what were the odds for that? It's about uh, six to one for both of them. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Stafford. You know the. 
you talk about it, the whole game was kind of, we kept waiting for it to get going. And, I mean, it was good. It was competitive, which you love to see. It wasn't a complete blowout, which was nice. But overall, it looked like, you know, there was no real flow to the game. No one really got in their groove. Neither team was this dominant, like, look their best team. You know, you know it wasn't, I don't know if it wasn't enough star power. I don't know if these teams, they had injuries and you just didn't see the best of them. It just didn't seem to me like the two best teams were playing on the biggest game. That's what it felt like overall, like yeah. throughout the whole game. And it never changed, really. I mean, the end was cool. But watching it, I was like, there's like three or four teams that I think would beat either of these teams on any given day. Yeah. And just the way it worked out, I get it, but still. Like the yeah. Bills, I think, would have crushed either of these. Totally. Yeah, definitely the Super Bowl for me was Kansas City and Bills. But, I mean, you got to give credit at the end of the day. The Rams yeah, over, sure. overcame quite a few injuries. They lost Beckham in this game. They didn't have Robert Woods. They didn't bad have, too. Uh, yeah, they didn't have Higby. Um, their running game was was awful. Both teams' running games were really bad. Um, Rams kind of, I mean, it's it's a team with a lot of talent that's just kind of been depleting throughout the course of the year, and Cooper Cup has just carried them. Um, yeah, he's, he's dominant. It's he's dominant. it's incredible to to. It, it was an all time season for a wide receiver. Um, you got the playoffs and, and what he did, especially with no Beckham, no Woods. It was clearly Cooper Cups getting the ball, and they still couldn't stop it, which is kind of one of those, like, I mean, Aaron Donald, the same way, right? Like, yeah. there's a play that needs to be made, and he still makes the play. That's the definition of a great player. And um, I thought Cincinnati, it was pretty obvious to me. Like, I thought they were, I thought they were the better team. It's just they had no offensive line to speak of. Like, Joe Burrow gets hit yeah, was way too much. Ridiculous. He's got no time. If you give that guy time, it's over. Um, and we talked about this a little. Like, I know Jamar Chase is a game-breaker, but you can't have this guy getting hit this much. And, uh, and that was the toss-up around the draft was Penny Sewell or Jamar Chase. Yeah. it's uh, If he gets keeps getting thrown around like that, I, I would, you know, he's not going to last long. It's just that's the way it is, and that's unfortunate. So they better – the next year or two really, um, you know, make a statement with their offensive line or, or he's not going to last or he's going to want out or he's just going to get killed, you know, whatever it happens to be. Um, but, you know, the Bengals did have it. It looked like they had it. It looked like the game was kind of going their way. Um, they were up for a little bit there, and, you know, it, it came down to it. I think one of the things that kind of stifled the game, too, was the way it was refed, especially in the end. Um, there was no, there was no penalty. The whole game, the entire game. Like I don't think there was one. They which gave, is fine. They handed you, the Bengals a touchdown on a no call on that offensive pass interference. T. Higgins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, on a no call right there. They were letting them play to the max, which it's like, okay, that's great if that's what they're going to let them do. I mean, there's definitely stuff we see that should be penalized, but fine. But then the way they came around, and within the last what two or three minutes, the Rams. The, the Bengals clearly shut the Rams out of the end zone. Did they get shut down on fourth down? They got a new set of downs? No, it was, it was right? They went for it. <clears throat> that was, was third? third down. That was okay. third down. So they would have had to made, make the decision um, to go for it or kick it, and then it would have been down three. Who knows if they would have got it, but get handed a whole new fresh set of downs in the one, and the Bengals' defense was dominating. Like, they couldn't do – the Rams didn't have any space to do anything at that point. They weren't figuring it out. And then, you know, the penalty happens, and then another penalty happens, and then another penalty happens. It's like, wait a second, what the fuck? Yeah, all of a sudden, just happened. That was the problem for me, is the discrepancy. Like, 
you called the game tough all day, right? Like, hey, we're not going to throw flags on ticky-tack shit. And then, like, back-to-back plays where the Rams are about to be, you know, they're going to have to make a decision, and they give them a first down on these ticky-tack calls. That that sucked. The one on Cooper Cup was really good defense, too. That's the one they got the first down on, the original yeah. first down. That was a bullshit call. It was BS. I didn't think that was a good – right? Yeah, I, I, and the, the blatant... I didn't think it was a uh, P.I. at all on that or holding, they called. Terrible. Yeah, discrepancy of that and then the blatant T. Higgins pulling um, Yeah, like how do you, how do you not mask. call that? <laughs> yeah, we were watching obvious. it. We were just like, okay, when's the makeup call coming? And they waited to the yeah. most critical play of the game, and they're like, here's your makeup call. Yeah, uh, and they did it again and again. The Rams scored there, which was cool. Um you but know, but the, right Bengals. There, the Rams had had the ball first and goal. They go for a QB sneak. The Bengals spend a timeout, and then it's like the Rams didn't even watch the Bengals beat the Chiefs in the regular season. Like what the Bengals did in that game was they ran the clock all the way down, and then they, yeah. they beat them as time expired with a field right. goal. Slightly different situation because they needed the touchdown, but then they go right they back to the, any they were throwing the ball over and over and over again from inside the five yard line instead of trying to get that clock moving. And inst- yeah. what ends up happening is Burrow's got the ball back with a minute 40 and two timeouts, and he's got a really good shot. Great, great field goal kicker. Yeah. And it's like you just set yourself up to lose this game or potentially get a push to overtime. Pretty much. They should have. I mean, it was it was a travesty. The Bengals couldn't go down and do something. Obviously, there was no flag thrown there to help their drive keep going, uh, which I found interesting because, you know, there's always something they can find. But I'm happy they didn't do it. But Barrow, man, that offensive line just came apart. I thought it was a terrible third down call where they ran it, basically ran out of time and downs immediately because they ran it. And it was like right up the middle, too, to their best player. It's like, what do you call You, know, you want to run outside or do something? Great. You ran it at their best goddamn player on the field mm. in Donald. And Donald swallows them up, and then it's fourth down, and they don't get it. Barrow goes flailing, gets completely creamed. That was pretty cool, though, for, for Aaron Donald to make the play on both of those. Oh, yeah. Those I mean, it's were... incredible. It's yeah. just amazing they chose to fuck with him, at least on that running play. You know, all right, let's run it up the middle. And Aaron Donald's like, what? Yeah, he's an all-time great player. And, I mean, he could uh, he could retire now. He'd be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Did, um, uh, were you guys as upset with the MVP as me? I thought after that sequence at the end of the game, Aaron Donald was – the best player on the field. I wasn't upset. Um, I mean, it no, I mean, been, whatever. Could have gone to either one of them. It's usually going to go to the offensive guy. I thought Cooper Cup carried that team on offense. Um, yeah, if they didn't have him, they wouldn't have done shit, huh? It was just there's no one else. He was the only one making plays for him. So Odell in the first half. Odell, yeah, but I'm saying after Odell went down, yeah, it, they knew it was going to be Cooper Cup, and it was that. It was all that much more impressive um, that he was still making plays. You know. But, and I they mean, had nobody also... else doing anything, really. Yeah. And they had a Bengals couple guys catch a couple, you know. I think he really saved Stafford's ass to be frank. All right. Hey, I showed you guys the stats earlier about, uh, I don't know why we got this comparison. Maybe it's because Andrew Luck's career ended um, prematurely. But in his first two years, he played 35 games and got sacked 80 times. Burrow, in his first two years, he's played 30 games, five less games and been sacked. 102 times. He got sacked 19 times in this playoff. Uh, that's out of control. They need to tighten that up. That right guard, Adenogy, and um, what's the other guy? Prince. Yep. Prince. 
Yeah, I think it's just Prince. That's Prince Adenogy. Yeah, <laughs> Prince Adenogy. Yeah, yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> they need they need to go. That's I feel bad for them too because I think one of the kids Adenogy is a, like a sixth round pick from last year. It's like, well, you know, it's not it's not really his fault. That he sucks. It's just you know they haven't really addressed it, and that's crazy to me because Burrow got hurt badly last year. Yeah, he almost got hurt in those games. Well, he did get hurt. He sprayed an MCL. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sh- I'm sure that will be the primary focus for the Bengals this offseason, uh, as well it should be in this game. Burrow sacked seven times, hit 11 times. So a lot of action going around his body. Um, at the end of the day, this, this game to me, it did have an exciting last five minutes. Uh, one, one play that seems to be getting overlooked a bit is the fourth and one from their own 30. The Rams converted with a jet sweep, the Cooper Cup. Oh, yeah. Outstanding Ballsy. play call. Because the, the Rams run the QB sneak as well as anybody. They just have incredible timing on it. They do these motions and they snap it at the weirdest spot in the motion where you never expect that snap count to come through. Uh, so they lined up for that, and I'm sure that that was the counter off of it because the Bengals had both A's and B gaps filled up. And it worked out great. Um but outside of those five minutes, it was a close game throughout, but it just, it wasn't a good game, you know? There's yeah. some, there are some games that are good, even if it's a 10-point difference between the two teams for most of it. But this just, it, even though it was close, I don't know, it just didn't grab you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, I agree. it, it didn't feel like the best display of talent in the NFL. I mean, I, you know, I don't know. There was, like I said, like we were just talking about, there was only a couple players from each team that really made any impactful plays you know i think um you know the dn the d lines for both teams are really good but you didn't see like like i said just really the best football you've seen i don't know maybe it's something that when the you know the divisional round weekend was so good and everything was so down to the wire and just like crazy play after crazy play after crazy game after crazy game maybe that desensitized it for this game that this game had to be insane for it to be like oh this one's a good one but I, I kind of chalk it up to just, you know, the best teams in my mind weren't really playing this game. I, I will give the Rams all the credit in the world. They won, uh, and the Bengals a lot of credit for getting there, and that's great. But it's just a road to get there. I don't know. Maybe it's the 17th game. I heard a stat today that was really interesting. The Patriots never won more, had to play more than 19 games a season in all six of their championships, and that's because of the bye. Each of these games teams played 21 this year yeah so that's two extra nfl games in the playoff you know one of the playoffs one of the regular season you're playing to get to this level i mean that's a shitload that you know that two games takes a toll so maybe it's just people are beat up you know yeah, i can see that I, I feel like that's a pretty good explanation i thought it was just both teams were kind of deficient um the rams are depleted on offense There's that too that I, I don't know which one it is it could be you a know, little it both, wasn't you know? but i do agree as far as the super bowl like i know the scoreline said it was a close game, but I just felt like it was not that exciting. I was just kind of like, meh, whatever the whole game, you know, watching it. Um, right. So, you know, great halftime show, though. I like the halftime show a lot. The halftime show was great. I, I thought it was awesome, too. They played a, pretty much all the hits. Yeah. 50 Cent was huge, huh? 50 Cent's <laughs> having a tough time. You know, he's got to gotta get back in a fighting shape if he wants to wrap that long. He's a couple dollars now, dude. And hang upside down. That was so funny. He was hanging upside down. Like, yeah, that's cool, but that's, dude, you don't have to do that to yourself. You're like 50. That's got to be tough. Did he start off offbeat? It, it sounded weird. It sounded a little off. Yeah, it sounded a little off at first, but I thought it was pretty good. I wanted to see Eminem a little more, but I'm, I'm probably yeah. just bigger. 
of him, but Snoop and fucking Dre killed it, huh? Snoop is awesome. Snoop's so just great. Fun. He was smoking weed up there too. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. You think he that was a, weed? He had a blunt like down on one of the white staircases, and he would like walk away for a minute and hit the blunt and then come back. <laughs> no way. That's <laughs> yeah, awesome. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Not too shabby. Yeah. Good for him. Um. <clears throat> So the Rams get their second Super Bowl. Uh, Bengals still chasing their first. Uh, one of the funny things that I thought, you know, we didn't we didn't do a podcast at the end of last week, but one weird story that came out at the end of last week on on Friday, I want to say, is Sean McVay was like, you know, I'd like to spend more time with my family. Maybe I'm not going to be coaching for that that much longer. And I'm like, first of all, you're 36 and you have no kids. Second of all. <laughs> Why are you saying this <laughs> two days before the Super Bowl? Yeah. He really doesn't have any kids. He doesn't have any kids. So he's, who is he? Talking, what is he going to hang out with his parents family. for? He's he's getting married this summer. Dude, that's <laughs> unbelievable. That's and he's what he said. and for some reason he felt the need to share this with the media two days before the Super Bowl. Hey, buddy, oh. keep that to yourself. Yeah. What Talk about it about? two days afterwards if you want. What are you are you trying to signal to somebody that you want a job in TV? And it's like, hey, don't don't hire Troy Aikman yet if you're whatever other network Troy Aikman wants to work for. Oh, oh, Troy Aikman's leaving Fox. Let me let me get my seat there. He already doesn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. I mean, I guess I get it. If he's made all that money, it's like you want to go enjoy it. I, I, I do understand that, but don't say you need to spend more time with your family. Just be like, you know. No, we'll see how much longer my heart's in this or something. I don't know. But, yeah, two days before the Super Bowl, their whole team, dude, their whole team was like, yeah, we basically retire after this game if we win. That's like four guys said it. Yeah. The whole team's retiring next year. They're like, that's it. L.A. Rams are done. Good luck yeah. filling, filling a 53-man roster. We're all retiring. Such an L.A. thing. What a Los Angeles thing to do. Oh, a teaser. What's my next move going to be? Let me teaser it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. What a bizarre thing, and what a bizarre like circumstance to put the team in. Like, why would you want that to come out? Talk about it after the game. Was it him, Donald? Was there? Uh, who else was in there saying? Well, Von Miller's leaving. He's Von he's Miller's leaving. No, didn't. Wasn't there somebody else that was saying they wanted to retire after too? Oh, oh Whitworth. Whitworth. Whitworth's retiring. Well, he's forty. I he get had a that. great game too. He's the oldest offensive lineman in NFL history. He's got. Yeah. <laughs> that should, I don't blame oh, him. Weddle, Weddle retired. It's just a connotation. It's like yeah, Weddle's after, arm is falling off. All your team's going to retire. That'd be great. Yeah. Weddle's it's just an like, animal. get the accomplishment first before you talk about the next. Like, don't look past Sunday if you're playing in the Super Bowl. They kind of did, too. They almost blew it. They yeah. they had every chance, again, to blow that game. They almost, they were giving away every chance. But the Bengals just couldn't protect Burrow. Jalen Ramsey looks like he's almost ready for retirement. What the fuck happened to this guy in the playoffs? Do you think he wears that hood to cover his mouth so you can't see like his crying face when he gets I think beat he, he all might the time? Wear that, he might wear Maybe. that because he talks so much shit. I, I know he's talking shit the whole game. I think he talks more than anyone in the league. I think you're right about that. I think he wear that's a good point. He probably wears that so no one can see him saying fucking terrible things. <laughs> Dude, he got roasted. He got roasted. I know the face mask, but all all playoffs, like he does not look like a top cornerback. Over and over again, Mike Evans walked by him. Mike Evans is not a fast receiver. Uh, yeah, I know he's uh, rated as like a top five corner at worst, and but these guys that take over him right now, I'll tell you that. Watching these playoffs, I mean, there's there's quite a few guys I would rather have going forward. I don't know what the hell's gotten into him. Certainly but. less than his twenty million dollar price tag. Yeah. Um. Okay. 
So this Super Bowl, these two teams, are either one of them in the top eight next year? No. I mean, either probably one of them. not. Probably isn't that crazy? Depending That's... on well, depending on who stays in the Rams, if they do have a few retire, if Donald leaves, then yeah, I don't think they're in the t- like he definitely puts them in the conversation. Well, we yeah, we have to see how this ridiculous quarterback carousel is going to play out this year. But um, I would say the Rams are in a better place to come back. Probably won't. But they they have so many contracts that they brought in and kind of made a push for this year that are expiring and then older guys and who knows if their coach will be back and uh, <laughs> exactly so I mean it's, there's a lot of question marks there with their with their um, personnel yeah uh, the the Bengals I'll tell you if the Bengals really got that line short up I could see them I could see them back well it, you know I heard I heard an interesting stat sorry Granny. Um, I would say they'll, they'll. I agree with that, Ry. The Rams definitely have a better chance, but there was something about the Bengals. Um, you know, first qu- quarterbacks to lose their first Super Bowl. The only person that ever came back and won it was John Elway. Is Joe Burrow the well, next John Elway? As a starter. As a starter, sure. As a starter, yes. Because Bledsoe lost his first one, came back, got a ring. That's true. That is true. There's other stipulations, but like for main big guys. Um, it's very difficult when you lose that Super Bowl. Like Pat Mahomes lost, but he already won one. So it's like super difficult to come back from that. That is something that could cripple. I hope he breaks the curse and because I do like him and they've got a lot of players and I hope he makes it back and does well. But I think that's this is going to be a real hump, at least this year. could be rough for them. Yeah, you know, so We've seen that time and time again. I saw the, the stat you're talking about. It was <clears throat> the, It's like the last 18 18- quarterbacks who have lost their first Super Bowl have never been back to their to a Super Bowl, which is why wow. Jim Kelly isn't on that list because he got back to one. He got they back to three won. more. Never won one, but uh, when you look at the list of quarterbacks that that includes, it's an embarrassing list. Joe Burrow doesn't really belong on that list. It's like... it's <laughs> That's true, Well, too. it's like Neil O'Donnell and Chris Chandler and Stan Jake, Jake DeLome, Stan Humphreys. There's there's a lot of names that you're like, I can't believe that guy started. Kerry Collins. Jake DeLome was Rex awesome Grossman. at the time. Rex, Rex Grossman, Grossman, dude. None I of mean, these guys, you're not talking about a first overall pick, a guy that's Joe Cool that's, that's carrying true. his team. But still, you know, you Donovan had... McNabb was, I mean, that's that's a big one. McNair. Um, yeah, but a lot of these guys are kind of second rate. You know, Matt Ryan's good. But, yeah. Yeah. I, I see. It's a trend. It's definitely a trend. And one of these two teams will not make the playoffs next year, guaranteed. We don't know which of those two teams it'll be. I got to see where, where these quarterbacks shake out. Because if I could see, like, Indianapolis, if they got, like, uh, you know, I, I mean, one of these quarterbacks, Russell instead, of, instead of Wentz, they would be a serious threat. Um, Wentz is gone. Yeah, the Chiefs and Bills, um, I think, would be automatic. Um, yeah contenders and then the, who knows what the Packers are going to do right now all I know is the Chiefs and the Bills are going to be really good next year guaranteed everybody else I have no fucking clue maybe I'm missing a couple teams but guaranteed those teams will be really good yeah. um okay so now we are that's the end of the 2021 season um, Boom. moving into the uh, off season we got a lot to look forward to in the off season uh, there's going to be Franchise tag window, scouting combine, free agency, draft, all kinds of good things to look forward to. Really all we have to go off of right now are coaching changes and then rumors. Uh, So we could start with coaching changes. So last time we talked about Josh McDaniels taking the job in Las Vegas, going to be the head coach of the Raiders. He released a a full page ad in the the Globe 
today, I want to say, yesterday. Um, we're recording this on Wednesday. Class move. I wonder how much those cost right now. Probably not that much. Not as much yeah. as they used to. But going along with him, he's taken a couple assistant coaches from the Patriots, which I know from the Belichick and Nick Saban documentary, both of those guys hate it. And I should have brought yes. that up last time when we talked about Bill O'Brien possibly going to the Patriots. That would be Belichick taking him away from Saban, which they talked about as a no-go move. And McDaniels is bringing Mick Lombardi to be the offensive coordinator. He was the wide receivers coach for the Patriots this past year. Mm -hmm. And also grabbing our offensive line coach, which can we get Skarnecchia back one more time for retirement? And (laughs) and the quarterback's coach. Hard agree, right? McDaniels wasn't the quarterback's coach. Oh, well, you said Bob that was Hardigan. a you said that was a big no-no, Granny. That the taking coaches like this. Nick Saban had a lot of strong words to say about it, and Belichick was like nodding along with it. This is in the Belichick and Saban documentary. It's great. Right, right. It's really good. I've seen that all. I saw that a while ago. Yeah. yeah not only did he take one, he took three. Yeah. He took uh, Lombardi, Brasillo, and, and the GM Ziegler, and, and the Ziegler. GM. Yeah. Uh, Ziggler's pretty good. Ziggler had a, had a lot to do with this draft last year, and this was one of our best drafts in years. This is the worst I've seen our coaching staff look from, a, you know, just the names and, and and defined titles is the other thing that I don't like about what's going on. There are very vague titles going on throughout the entire coaching staff yeah. right now. Yeah. Defensively, Assistance. defensively, they kept a lot of people. Uh, so Steve Belichick has been there for a number of years. Gerard Mayo as well. Those guys, Mayo's an inside linebackers coach. I think Steve Belichick is the safeties coach. But He's outside linebacker. Outside line. Okay, well, he calls the defense. Matt Patricia's floating around somehow. Uh, and it's oddly, that's the more set side of the ball. Offensively, they just got gutted. And the only thing that's happened since then is they brought in Joe Judge as an offensive assistant. Now, Joe Judge did really good things as a special teams coordinator. Would love to see him involved in that. He also coached the wide receivers his last season with the Patriots before taking the head coaching job at the Giants. Don't Ooh, think yeah. that qualifies him to be like an offensive assistant coach, like assistant head coach. He's just offensive assistant. So I don't know where or he fits do, in. Or do we want him anywhere near a fucking quarterback after his whole Daniel Jones experiment? Daniel Jones, Jones sucked to start with. You can't blame that on him. I don't. He didn't do anything to help the situation. Well, uh, he, he didn't draft him. He inherited him. That's true. It's a good point. I don't know. I think it's funny that we have Joe Judge and uh, Big Man, what's his name over there from Detroit, Patricia, uh, basically because I think the only reason they're back is because their salaries are being, I've heard their salaries are being paid on their contra- guaranteed contracts from these old teams, so they're getting paid dirt. But it's kind of funny because they both really had terrible tenure in their, uh, yeah. in their head coaching stints. Like, neither of them had any success whatsoever. I think Patricia beat the Patriots, and that was the small glimmer of a highlight in his little coaching career up in Detroit. So not great that we got these guys coming back. I don't know who's coming up. I don't know enough about the guys coming up, but it seems like if they're anything like that dude we had on special teams last year, who still seems to be the coach. What was his name? Cam Accord. Accord. Like, he's terrible. So if we're going to just, like, you know, roll the dice with young people just because they've been there. I get a little yeah. dicey, you know, because that guy was in a position of power and he sucked. Like, he was bad. Our special teams was mediocre for how much money we spent on it. Or you could even say bad for how much money we spent. Yeah. No, Bill's got to figure it out. I heard he's over in Mar-a-Lago partying it up. He better fucking figure his shit out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at the moment. over, man. At the moment, you're down. Um, you have an assistant offensive line coach. You need 
an offensive line coach, you need a quarterback coach, and you need an offensive coordinator. And we are looking at um, Joe Judge as an offensive assistant, which really doesn't – I don't know if that – I'm really hoping that doesn't mean he's calling plays. I don't think he's got that ability. I know I'm just watching Jake Fromm when Daniel Jones is out, and he's running QB draws on second and nine from their own six and third and third and eight from their own seven. And I'm like – Pathetic. It's yeah, pathetic. This is not I, – I couldn't watch that. I mean, he'd get booed. He'd get booed right off the field. Um, and then he said he doesn't this, care about getting booed, remember? Oh, great. Well, good for him. Uh, <laughs> in his opening you know, press conference. He is, he he's not – He's not a play caller. He's not an offensive coordinator. They better not shoehorn him into that role. Yeah, we definitely need to add more. Bill O'Brien would be like a dream right now. Uh, I would even take Mac, I would even take uh, Adam Gase, even though I, I'm not sure. I think he's probably a good coordinator. He was not a good coach, a head head coach. He was not a good coach. Uh, and Belichick's I mean, tree, Belichick's tree has not really been successful. I mean, I heard a rumor that Bill's going to take over some of the offense. I don't know what that means. To what capacity, but we'll see. I mean, it would be nice to see them get some new faces or some, you know, some other schemes from other teams or some kind of new, fresh look on things or perspective, not just from people, you know, from someone outside that Bill's comfortable with that maybe he's been, even if that, you know, someone was mentioning Scott Pioli as a GM type or something like that, you know, people that you're comfortable with that have been other places, you know, maybe coming yeah. back. It could, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's too late now. Flores doesn't look like he's getting hired as a head coach. Maybe you can, him and Bill can figure out whatever they got going on, and that would be great. Bring him but back. That's Save a lot. The fucking defense. Lots to figure out between those two guys. Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe Nick Cayley, the tight ends coach, steps up. I, I don't know. Troy Brown's only. He doesn't have a lot of experience as a coach. Fucking, I'd rather Troy Brown than anybody else. Vinny Sinceri. Ivan Fears is retiring. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's, Got it. It's just we've been completely gutted this, this season as far as coaching, more than any time I can ever remember. That includes when um, Charlie Weiss and Romeo Cornell left. Yep. Um, so we also, in additions-wise, we brought in Matt Groh, who I think is the son of Al Groh. He's uh, been there. Yeah, but he's been uh, promoted to director of player personnel. Yes, yes. Um, this is 12th season with New England, and he was formerly – our uh, college scouting director. So that's a, that's a good thing. Um, we'll see what he can do. Good for him. Al Groh, uh, longtime Belichick uh, colleague with the Jets, Giants, ended up being the head coach at University of Virginia. He's actually the one that took over for the Jets when Belichick resigned as HC of the NYJ. Oh, Al, Al Groh did a one-year term as the Jets head coach. Oh, really? Yeah. How'd that work out? Not great. He only did one year. Herm Edwards came in and talked about. Oh my God! He was replaced <laughs> by Herm Edwards. He's that talking about all. playing to win games. Apparently, that's the goal. Um, some of the other rumors he alluded to a couple before. It's really where do the quarterbacks land? There is so much smoke out there about quarterback movement. It's like there's only a couple settled spots. Russell Wilson allegedly is available. He's sitting next to Roger Goodell in the booth during the Super Bowl. What the hell was that about, right? I don't know, but it wasn't a good optic for either one of them. Yuck. Hard yuck on Russell <laughs> Wilson's part in particular. Yep. Uh, Kyler Murray is, I don't know, just, just being a diva. And I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm blaming the wrong person. Who knows what's going on behind closed doors? But 
it just seems like he's whining. Apparently, he wants, allegedly, rumor has it, he wants to be one of the highest paid quarterbacks or something along those lines. And they're basically saying no. And I think everyone is like, yeah, you yeah. don't deserve to be the highest paid quarterback. Yeah. You got, you know, you haven't finished a season. Exactly. Yeah. Finish the season, win a playoff game, do something before you demand a contract with two years left on your deal, effectively two years left on your deal. He, um, he unfollowed the Arizona Cardinals on, on I think, Instagram. And then yep. I think he unfollowed everything that has to do with Cardinals. So I don't know if that's his teammates. but Then they unfollowed him. Does any see, anything seem... The Cardinals seem... got rid of all of their pictures of him, too. What what a childish way to handle your feelings. <laughs> it's unbelievable, right? I'm unfollowing you. You know what? We're not friends anymore digitally. Oh, uh, God. That's a joke. How times have changed, huh? Yeah. Can you imagine this shit 20 years ago? So he's got that going on. Uh, Lamar Jackson still hasn't had an extension, although that does seem imminent. Aaron Rodgers is breaking up with fiancés and who knows what he's doing. He's turning into a member of the Allman Brothers given his wardrobe and hairstyle. He wants to be a rock star. He's, I think he's like, I just don't want to play football anymore. I want to go and be like a country rock star. It's like, okay, Aaron, you uh, go fucking be a country <laughs> rock star, bro. No one's going to listen to your shitty music. Go for it. Him and his girlfriend are breaking up. Man. The yeah, dirt done. Oh, yeah. She eats dirt. You know clay. That? She eats dirt? Oh, clay. She eats clay, okay. Clay. I don't know what. What's the difference that's... between clay and dirt? Tell us. Is that definitely a different water? <laughs> Clay <laughs> is Mr. Chemical Engineer over there. You should know the compositional difference. You ever hear? Yeah, some soil is very high in clay. You know what other soil is? Lower in clay. Also, clay in there. <laughs> yeah, right. It's just water, right? Is water? It's like yeah, yeah, how much water is in it? And how dense it is, or something? Densely packed, probably. Yeah, that makes me. Yeah, well, good, good for you. her and her clay. Um, yeah, I mean, who knows what's going to happen with Rodgers. There's also Watson. I mean, maybe he plays again. Maybe he doesn't. That's the he's wild card. Play. That's the wild card. I have it written down here. Deshaun Watson, no one is talking about him. Two years ago, if you were, if we were having this conversation, what do you trade for Deshaun Watson? It's a million picks. It's so much yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's like three yeah. first round. Three plus. first round picks. And he, he could be on the move, and he could pop up next year and have whatever court case resolved, however it gets resolved. Well, he's already done his time. Did he really? Jail. Well, you're sitting out of jail. That's that's jail right right now for uh, right. I wonder what the... happened to his paychecks. It's unbelievable that you could just sit out a season and it's all going to go away. Is that what you're telling me? I, I, Pretty much. I, that's what they're telling you. Yeah. So he'll be playing potentially for some team again, depending on. They'll what like suspend the him six games or something when he finally figures out where he's going. But hey. there there could be some super team that we're not anticipating right now when Deshaun Watson lands on the New Orleans Saints. The Broncos. Or the Broncos or the the Colts. Who knows? It, it's so crazy. I heard Russell Wilson to the Buccaneers. I've also heard Tom Brady is like anyone go to the Buccaneers. Not really retiring. Like yeah. maybe he's re- like forcing his way out of Tampa. So, oh, so many rumors. Dude. And the only place I could see Tampa besides or, or Brady besides Tampa and uh, I don't think he'd come back to New England, but San Francisco. It just it's makes like, sense, right? It just makes perfect sense. Uh, uh, t- oh, Garoppolo, there's another one. He's on the move. Car's on, on the move. move. Uh, Car might way. be. Car's not. You don't think he's on the move? They're no. good for him. Uh, what's his name? Is on the uh, Cousins supposedly out here in uh, Minnesota, right? I've I would love that. to know the source of all these rumors that you're hearing, James. 
You're like, I heard that Belichick's going to be coaching oh, the offense. Oh, that's all the radio stuff. It's all the radio. <laughs> the guys yeah. say in the radio. Baker Mayfield could move. Yeah, uh, he wants out. He's pissed. What the hell? This is, is full-on NBA. Brady flipped the script upside down. He went somewhere. He won a Super Bowl. They fucking bent over for him at every single turn. He was, like, essentially the head coach, making GM decisions. And all these quarterbacks are like, that's what I want. I want to be the big dick swinging in there. Nobody else can tell me what the fuck to do. That's the way it's going to be. And no one realizes you need six Super Bowls for that status to even be thought of. My sleeper for next year. A little Super Bowl or shit playing or Kirk Cousins thinking Kyler Murray would be like, I want what Brady wants. Yeah, screw you guys. You don't get shit. Let's let's go through it. Where do you think Watson ends up? Pittsburgh. I haven't thought about it. No, they can't. I keep saying Pittsburgh. They can't really have another uh... problematic quarterback. <laughs> yeah, let's leave it at that. Yeah, I'll let's... tell you, I, I, I think he's going to Carolina, and I think that team's going to be a serious fucking problem with Deshaun oh, Watson. Interesting. I mean, that would be a serious problem with a team. If I'm a quarterback, I'm restricting my options to the NFC. When you look at the quarterbacks in the AFC, you already mentioned the Chiefs and the Bills. There's also ascending quarterbacks, Burrow, Herbert, among others, Mac Jones. Um, I would just be like, who is is in the NFC? Who the heck is over there that you're scared of? Aaron Rodgers? What's he? Aaron Rodgers is going to be. He's going to be hosting a daytime talk show. Where do you think Rodgers ends up? I think he stays and he gets paid. I think he gets a record average per year. It's probably going to be like a four-year, two hundred million dollar deal. And then, in, but halfway through next season, or maybe a year from now, he bitches and says that he's leaving again, and nobody appreciates him in Green Bay. And they just can't. They just got to end the cycle. Just cut it off. Cut it off. He's not going to win them shit. It's <laughs> impossible. <laughs> Russell Wilson. Wilson. Wilson stays. Chicago. Back. I can see him going. To, I keep hearing Chicago. Uh, I can't Justin. See Chicago. Justin Fields is in Chicago. Justin Fields that could already like, be a dumpster fire with Justin Fields, for all we know. I think he's going to go. I, I don't think Tampa likes what they have with Trask. I think he goes Tampa. I don't know how he gets to Tampa. That could be a fit. If Sean Payton was still in, in New Orleans, I could see him going to New Orleans. I'd say that, but yeah, now with Sean Payton out there, it's a complete wild card. I mean, that, that, I don't know. I mean, there's really only a few teams that are exempt from these top quarterbacks. You know what I mean? I mean? Like, I think there's a lot exempt. of teams that will roll the dice on it after – once again, Brady showed that you can just pick a guy up. Stafford just showed you can pick a guy up and win a Super Bowl. You know, that's two two years in a row you've had a quarterback that went to a new team and won. Right. So, you know, that's I, that's flipping the script here. Definitely flipping the script. Dude, I'm I'm so excited to see how this shakes out, man. There's going to be so much to talk about. There's going to be so many more rumors coming up in a big way. Lots of lots of rumors. Yeah. Uh, be uh, gossip. Gossip fucking city. Gossip galore. A couple dates to keep in mind that are coming up. The franchise tag window opens on February 22nd and closes March 8th. So that's when, uh, particularly for the Patriots, they'll have to make a decision on J.C. Jackson. What's going to happen there? Uh, So they'll have a couple weeks to do that. The scouting combine is conveniently in the middle of that. So they'll be able to rank out some of the some of the college prospects and see like, Ooh, I think we could get this guy at our pick, but he's probably valued at a different way. And we see him as a plug and play replacement. So that's yeah. pretty convenient for the, the NFL scouting community. Um, and then after pretty soon after that, March 16th 
free agency opens two days before that the legal tampering period the the biggest oxymoron in pro sports opens um seriously almost there we're getting close we're getting really close so you know we'll keep monitoring the rumors we'll be on here chatting about whatever the wind blows um but we'll have a lot to talk about ahead of free agency we'll have a lot to talk about uh, after the real rush happens in free agency, and, and then it's draft time, man. It's the best time of the year. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. It's the best time of the year. Yeah, it's the best good. time of the year. You shut your mouth. No, it's, <laughs> it's so much fun, dude. You know? The divisional round weekend is the best time of year. It's the best weekend of football, yes. And now it's... It, and now, uh, no, not divisional round. Just wild card round. The draft is like Christmas. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're it is. Getting... I know. I know. It, I'm not saying it's bad. I don't think I disagree the best, but regardless, it's going to be exciting. Yep. Lots to look forward to. So thank you all for listening. It was a great 2021 season and uh, we'll be back with some more off season specials. So uh, we'll talk to you all then. See ya. Adios.